the most action-packed content from the top mobile experts. This is the App Masters Podcast with Steve P. Young. Prevent your users from leaving that horrible one-star rating. HelpShift offers the easiest way to collect user feedback, bug reporting, and more without users ever having to leave your app. Plus, you can even get a customizable help center and unlimited FAQs. And the best part, it's all free. Get started today by going to helpshift.com slash appmasters. That once again is helpshift.com slash appmasters. Tired of overpaying for app store optimization? Get unlimited ASO and app marketing support to increase your keyword rankings, downloads, and more importantly, your revenue. Learn more at asomasters.com. Let's get into part two, and we'll take a look at your apps, the audience's apps too, and give them feedback. So if you guys want us to take a look at your app, just go to appmasters.com slash audit, appmasters.com slash audit. We do have a premium version on there too. So if you want to sign up for an hour and do a private call with me, you can do that, but just the free stuff will get you on a future live stream as well. So we'll get you. We'll, oh, Luke, let's go, man. I know you got it. I know you're prepared. Start off every app audit with some dad jokes. So you want to go first? Or you want me to go first? I'll go first. All right. Okay. Uh, where do generals keep their armies? Where do generals keep their armies? Yeah. Where? In their sleeveys. Sleeveys, generals. Yeah, you know, army <laughs> sleeves, arms. Oh, got it, got it, got it, got it, got it, got it, got it. Got it. Okay, <laughs> that took me a while. All right, a simpler one. What do you call a five-year-old's to-do list? Um, uh, I have uh, uh, no idea. A playlist. Well. <laughs> <laughs> All right, put L if you thought Luke's joke was better and then put S if you thought my joke was better. And then they did like, they got it. Samuel got it. Tony got it a lot faster than I did. Like, okay. And for Ricardo, I got your question. I will get to it in part two as well. So let's look at Raul's app, new users, acquire new users. So I try to pick out some apps that were applicable to your industry too, Luke. But this is a... Post cover maker type of app. Anything that you want to lead off with? It's an Android only app too. Looks good. The, there's a looks like there's a lot going on in the the screenshots. Not necessarily a yeah. bad thing, but um, my eye is drawn to all these different logos. Um, create design for any social media. Okay, so this is this is for like a Facebook cover photo. I'm guessing. Thing. Yeah. Or like, like on that. your website. Well, it looks like it's for social media. So you know YouTube has its own little cover image. So does TikTok. So maybe it's more of the the background image. And I'm assuming social uh the profile picture too. That's what sure. I'm sort of assuming here. One kind of uh thing that comes to mind um when I look at something like this with a lot of photos is there was a an Apple like keynote or, or whatever you want to call it, um, a presentation about all of the different custom product 
pages and how you could localize them for different markets. This looks like a perfect mm-hmm. opportunity to do that. With TimeFinder and you know a productivity app, there's not so quite so much, not quite so much of an opportunity or um, you know potential uh, benefit to that from my perspective. I'm sure there is, but um, for this, it's obvious. Like if you could sh- show people people who you know look like themselves or people show people show things that are specific to certain regions. Like I'm sure people in the United States have much different cover photos than people in the UK or in, you know, China or whatever. Um, if you could do that and show people reflect back what they're looking for, one is like the search intent, right? You want to regurgitate yeah. those keywords that people are searching for so they could see like, yes, schedule planner. That is what I want. But also if you can show them, photos that are what they're looking for. They'll be like, yes, this is exactly what I need. And they download it before even reading anything. Yeah. And Raul, what I would say to you from an ASO perspective is like, look, you're going after post banner cover maker, just pick one, you know, like you're so new, you only have 50 downloads, pick one in the early days, kind of like what Luke referenced earlier too, with the keywords that he chose. It's like, you pick one, you go in on that, start building some traction, get some ranking for that. And maybe Luke, one of the things I learned from you is maybe like, Hey, try to find some low competition keywords that there's enough, like two or three of them where you're in the top five. And that signals to Apple, like, Hey, something's happening here. And then it gets all the other keywords moving a little bit more. So correct me if I'm wrong, but that's sort of how I'm thinking about the success that you've had with the keyword side of things. So that's what I would try to do, Raul, on your end is throw, like, use keywords that make sense. So whether it's like Instagram cover maker, you know, cover maker for LinkedIn, find the one that feels a little bit more oriented to what your app does and then focus in on that and then slowly start expanding out. Too. To piggyback off that, um, when I look at things like the screenshots, I think 80-20 rule. Like what there's, there's probably like one or two things that people are like really searching for and they're really looking for. So you've got a lot of different features here and trust me, I, I understand that everybody can appreciate different features. I've got a bunch of little features in my app and I want to talk about all of them all the time. But the fact of the matter is there's like one or two that people are looking for. And if the, you have that bold and that is the first screenshot, or maybe the first two screenshots, and you really just say like, this is what you're looking for. I think that makes a big deal. I think in the app side of things, like we do want an app for a specific task or thing to do, right? Like rather than having, I think too many times we build an app that's for everybody and doing all these features and all that. But like, you know, for you, you could just like block calendar sync done. That's all we do, right? Like, and obviously it's a to-do list app still, but that those are the main features and that's it. And then slowly start expanding out, like start trying to create the end all and be all for everybody too. So take a look at this photo. Oh, let's see what they have on the video side of things. All right. I'll repeat it again, but I'm sure for those who've been on these live streams a little bit for this video, one of the things that concerns me, Raul, is that you might also like is this means that your aso sucks like what is this food and cosmetic scan color note they're not even similar to what of these color make like cover maker apps should be so think about that a little bit and why your aso is suffering there uh, this one again graphic design app social media poster post maker look pick one and go all in on that particular keyword graphic design you're 
battling with Canva, social media, you're battling with Canva again and other apps that are already built their business and spending a lot of UA money. So pick a low competition keyword and glue that particular keyword, have it in the title, have some tags in the YouTube. Think of it as like the iOS tags or what you might want your long description. And so whether it's a YouTube thumb, you know, I've worked with people, I've seen apps like this that do pretty decently with just being a, a YouTube thumbnail maker. And that's all they do. Right, Wilson? So you're trying to be everything to everyone. And what you end up being is nothing to no one with these 50 downloads. So start with that first and foremost is what I would do. All right, let's get that quick. Luke, before we run out of time. All right, you go. Okay. I don't mind this, but it's it's also like a reminder of what this app does again. Create it for any social media. Have your paywall on this. I know it's Android, but still like you should have it with android you might want to put some banner ads here too so we talked about this i'm an expert on this luke but like the app open there's an ad mob app open ad format now that you can start utilizing because you're android raul start utilizing that ad format because i do think it's going to help your conversions because more people are probably going to want to watch ads on android versus paying you a subscription which let's see you have all right, so go through this. I almost feel like it'd be more interesting to see all the social media, kind of like Canva, like, hey, this is social media. Here's which social media platform are you most interested in? Or do you want to create a profile picture or a cover or a post versus just seeing all these? Like it feels, I don't know, like wasted space up here. What do you got, Luke? This was the very first thing you saw when you opened it, right? Yeah, that was. Okay, so my first response would be just like the product page is supposed to kind of reinforce what they're searching for. Um, I had a discussion with an Apple design developer advocate and they hammered that home even more. It goes for the product page. It goes for the landing page when you first open the app. You want to pretend that the user doesn't even remember downloading the app. They, they have no idea what it is. And so they open it up and... It you know they look at it for a minute and they might be like okay oh these are templates like you want to shout back at them what they are looking for what are they looking for they're looking to create appealing cover art for their different social profiles so you have a lot of great things in your product page pull that in and and reinforce and and reflect back at the user hey this is why you downloaded the app look at all these cool things you can do. Mm -hmm. um, I think that helps a lot. And then they'll have something in mind and then they can dive into the interface, but they're not just thrown with an interface and they have to like catch themselves and be like, what, what am I doing here? I don't know what this size means either. Like I thought I was figuring out the size of the text, but when I hit size, it's like, what? Oh, now, so it looks like it's an error. I don't know how the circle. So when I'm in the text, hit text so I can change the text, but then I hit size. I don't know what this is all about. I have no idea what this size means, Raul. All right. If you're just gonna have one thing underneath the more, just move it over, bro. Like don't have both. 
more should have a list of things underneath and not just one thing. <laughs> like, like what? More? And then all I see is one thing underneath the more. Yeah, unless it's maybe because of the smaller device size, maybe on a big device he was testing on, that like it showed all five or something. Nah, you're too nice. I'll be mean. <laughs> all right. And it looks like it has no monetization. Look, I know Chad Moretta said this back in the day, and I some people can agree or disagree with this. My mindset is, Chad's mindset is, hey, get those thousand users, see what they love about the app, get those good reviews. I am of the other way where I want to monetize early. I want of those of 1,000, how many people are buying? I want that data because data is important to me. I appreciate love, but data is more important. So I'm of the mindset, if you can monetize, monetize as early as possible because it does help like if you built a big a good product you should be proud of it and so you try to monetize because cash flow is super important now i think there's also a nice blend between the two between trying to give away a lot of features because maybe it builds goodwill people that are sharing it on social media and so you want that too but also like you want data and so i'm of the mindset that like now luke i'm thinking about like or intent-based conversions versus being a more time-based. So like what you have is locking features that is interesting there. But like for other apps I've seen where they'll do like a, you have seven days to use it. So this is their freemium feature. You unlock the premium stuff, all premium within seven days. I don't want to do that anymore. I'd rather do more like, hey, if I'm going to lock all the features, I'd rather give you an opportunity for you, for example, would be like, have three tasks, 10 tasks, right? And then I'll lock you out versus giving me seven days to try out all the features for free. Give me three tasks that I can use all the freemium features and then lock me out and ask for the paywall. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah, that's one metric I I haven't looked into. That's one metric I haven't looked into very heavily, but I'm actually... I want to set it up so I can track it, which is I don't actually know how many of my users, my regular users, like aren't subscribed. Obviously, I could track subscriptions, but I don't. I, I There might be, you know, uh, maybe 80% of the users of my app aren't using a subscription. Uh, to me, that's, that's problematic because obviously I'm trying to make this a sustainable thing. If that's the case, I, I need to do a lot more like taking basic features and kind of locking them down in some capacity or something like that. But I don't have that metric. I think that um, that's something not a lot of people really talk about that is probably a low-hanging fruit. Yeah, I agree. All right, let's take a – now on to more important task. <laughs> let's take a look at who on the dad joke ground. All right, Samuel said – how do you, Samuel? Bianca, thank you, Bianca. Look, I'll tally it up really quick, but you won, Luke, six to two. All right. Thank <laughs> you guys for voting. Miguel, I'm always late dang meetings. Sorry, Miguel. You could always watch the replay. All right, Luke, you want to go first? Or you want me to go first for round two? Uh, you can go ahead. All right. What is on a spine surgeon's what is on a spine surgeon's to-do list? Uh, get back no, to work. I- that was a good one you you do have the theme uh, on lock this is not themed 
Um, what did Sushi A say to Sushi B? What? What's up, B? <laughs> All right, you win. I, I remember that joke. <laughs> well, I don't remember that joke, but I remember that commercial. <laughs> I like that one. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> All right. We've got another app. It's, it's Anton, but it's not really Anton. Let me pull it up real quick. I want to know who that person Tony, 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 Tony. Hi, right, Tony. I don't know why it said Anton on the email, on the form, but maybe they're a team. All right, Tony, we got to yours, brother. Here it is. So, whoops, Tony. How dare you pick so early, Adrian? You already, I think you already won. All right. Put L if you thought Luke's joke was better, which it was. I'll put L myself, frankly. All right, Tony, let's take a look at his. Hi, Steven team. I love your content. Recently, I launched a fitness app, and I do believe that people enjoy it if they give it a go. I've not updated. I've not done any promotional campaigns yet since literally and Tony did big up, do a big update. I don't know if Tony if was in line because you knew the app was going to be featured, but I'm glad you did. I have the newest. My question is, should I focus more on social media marketing as well as affiliate programs? And should I spend any more money on iOS ads? I spent a good month learning about ASO and testing different ideas about keywording, names, et cetera. However, my knowledge is not enough to climb the steep ladder in the app store. So I was wondering if any advertising there would be good help since the competition is so large my budget is nothing compared to the big boys i know that you guys are quite busy so i'll understand if you don't have time to check out my app but i will still watch your content <laughs> thank you thank you tony all right cool and then it goes on but all right let's go ahead luke i'll, I'll let you lead it off sure what are um, you seeing i like the screenshots yeah I, I think the screenshots are good um i i think the you know you've got keywords in there ai workout coach um, I don't know how many people are going to be looking for AI, but I get that that conveys the, the, the purpose of the app. There's something to be said for that. Um, five to 15 minutes. I don't think that that's something that many people are going to look for. So I think AI workout coach is enough intent. I would try to personally probably fit some more intent keywords in that subtitle. Um, that's, that's what jumps out at me. Yeah. Right here, Tony, it's like, what is your niche? right? I don't know what you're going after. You said you don't have the budget. Here's how I feel. If you've got the budget, I've worked with bigger clients who have the crappiest ASO, but rank really well for a lot of big keywords because they have so much budget and there's running a lot of Facebook ads, right? And they're just driving the download. So part of the algorithm is revenues and download velocity. If you've got no downloads, you do not have a big budget. You really need to be niche, right? And you need to focus in on what is your niche. Just doing at-home training, AI workout coach, that's not enough, Tony. Like, what are you? Are you, I don't know, I don't want to give away any secrets, but like, give me one more. Like, ab workout, butt workout, these are all arms workout. These are all terms that I know have decent volume, but you need to be more niche than just be so broad right now. And your screenshots are look like anybody else, so you are going up against the big guys. And I don't know what makes you quite different from all the big guys. So if you want to compete with the big guy, have a big budget. But if you're trying to be an indie developer and be scrappy and boot bootstrap, then you need to figure out what your niche is and figure out what people are searching for, what has in the 20 to 30 traffic search score and has lower competition that you can start ranking well for too. So that's how I would really key in on this. And if it's like 
free five to seven minute apps. Maybe it's that seven minute app thingy, right? Like maybe you need to go after that. I know like people challenges too. So there's like 28 day challenge, 30 day challenge that have pretty decent keyword volume and lower competition. So maybe you can start off with that too. So like really do keyword research. That's how we're starting to build apps. Luke is think about the keyword. Think about what I, where I can rank with it. I'm going to be sharing this in the academy soon. I want more case studies to kind of be like, okay, I feel strongly that this would work too. But that's how I'm starting to think about it. Rather than being like, what's a good app idea? I'm like, what's a good keyword that could turn into an app idea? But sure. anyways, all right, we got some questions too. Let's get into the app and let's help out Tony as well. So yeah, I guess let's, I know I didn't answer all the training from outdoors, design each workout. Okay, next. Who are the professionals is what I want to know. And if there's social proof behind the professionals, like social media following, anything like that, like go on top of that. This feels kind of long. I don't like these. What if I'm neither? I'm not trying to lose weight or burn fat. So, I don't know. For me, I'm not trying. Fitness level. Just pop this up. Uh, I saw a, I don't think I have it on this phone, but I tweeted this out. But Be Real has a pretty cool Luke notification prompt. And I would go that. So check out my Twitter thing on that Twitter stream. And... Uh, Luke left us for a little bit. Now he's back. All right. So just show this pop up. And then I would say move this little text up here so that it's visible up here and then allow for that. So just hit. So you can move this text, but just show this pop up without having me tap allow, Tony, and then just move the text so that it's I can still read it and be like, hey, let's remind you when blah, 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 whatever you have right now. Jump in anytime, Luke. Yeah, um, I agree. I mean, you know, the double opt-in, not the best. So that's an easy that's an easy fix. I think this is good. This is a nice interface for walking through, you know, getting the information from the user. Um, they might be a little impatient and want to learn more about the app before providing all of this. So there's always that possibility of maybe showing like an X in the corner or like a demo first, but I can see why you might want to have this from every single user too. Okay. This looks nice. Yeah. Dude, if I was 130, that'd be nuts. All right, create account. Okay. What's going to hide? Oh man. I don't mind this. Okay. It's kind of funky, Tony. Like I don't mind. I like this three months for 10 bucks, really cheap. Get me in. Yeah. And then every three months it's three. I, I, I like this. It just felt clunky. I was expecting to see that paywall. And then I saw like your homepage and your programs first. But I do like this. 
thing here. I think the only thing I might be testing if I were you, I don't know what, Tony, if you're in here, like if your conversion data here is solid, then I'll keep it. But I'm curious to see how a trial would do. But I really love this promo. Three months for 10 bucks. I love this. I'm going to take a screenshot. I will say that's the sort of thing that Apple might approve. But then one of these days you're going to do uh, an update. You know, maybe you're not changing anything. Maybe you're just changing ASO keywords, but they're going to reject it and start saying you need to be more upfront about what exactly happens after that three months. Like when you click that, I didn't expect it to be an auto renewing uh, thing like it was. Oh. It just depends on who you, when you go through the app store review, because I've had urgent bug fixes that I wanted to put out and then the reviewer had a bad day and they're like, Hey, you need to fix this subscription thing. And I'm like, I haven't changed that in six months. It doesn't matter. You're, you're screwed. So (laughs) it just depends. I don't even try to figure out what Apple's going to do. I think it just depends on the reviewer. True. (laughs) Anyway. So it's kind of like, it is what it is. It's just Apple being Apple. I'm going to try a second open. Yeah, I think it's another opportunity. To, okay, good. You do pop it up. Good. I don't know why there's so much of a delay. Maybe it's better, but overall, I like the app. I think it's really well done. I was on whether it's body weight training. What is it that you're really different? Start niche. Work with clients with niche apps, niche workout apps that have built, you know, a six-figure type of business, and so. Start niche. Don't be afraid of starting niche. That's all I would say. And then when you start niche, then when you're thinking about ads and paywalls, then start thinking through Apple search ads, Facebook ads. Just start small, right? We've had Lawrence a couple of weeks back ago. He's like, start with $10 a day. That's what I did. I started with $10 a day and just wanted to see what was there. And I know I've talked with bigger clients, like you got to spend at least a hundred dollars a day. So I'm of the mindset, like, do you like both strategies are right. I don't, some bigger clients, like if you're not spending a hundred dollars a day, you don't have enough data, but I'm like, dude, I don't have a hundred dollars. Maybe I don't have a hundred dollars this day to spend. I can say you can start with 10, start small, figure out some downloads, get some downloads, see if they start converting and really start optimizing that paywall and that user experience because with fitness apps, you can actually get away with being a hard paywall where there's no free content and everything is locked. I know you have some free content here, but you could also start thinking through that a little bit too, just doing a hard paywall. All right. What the other thing I don't understand is there. Yeah. 14 day, 30 day. There's leg, there's leg workouts. That's interesting too. Yeah, I think push out challenge, push, I mean, push out, push up challenge, push up workouts. That's a keyword too. So I mean, this could literally be its own app. It's push out, push up stuff. Oh, here's the paywall. That's really good. Actually, Yeah, I really like this. This this paywall looks good. Don't put skip for now. Like why make it so easy? Don't make it so easy. (laughs) For me to say no to you. I like it. Everything else looks, yeah, this looks really good. Really solid app, you know. Yeah, and I like how they have weeks. So like what you said, Luke, about you being kind of close to each other. I would try this out a little bit too, Tony, where I like your weekly. I like the three months. Got no complaints. We've actually, you know, Adapti said that th- those two 
plans have a really high LTV, then put a yearly that is sort of close to it again. So maybe the yearly is like 40 bucks. Now you're like, all right, what do you want? Right. When we're here, it's, we want to say no. We're on a paywall. In my opinion, we want to say no, we don't want to pay. Right. Like we want to, there's always objections. Am I going to use this app? Am I really committed? Different from me just joining the gym. There's all these things that come up when I'm thinking about paying for something, but we love value. And so when you're thinking about the way you're presenting your paywall, you have to start thinking about, well, just a little bit more, you get a yearly, right? Or you have a monthly that's a decoy pricing that is $29.99. And so now the three month looks so much cooler. So play around with that. I like the two options, but the two options make it easy for me to say no to. Where options, you can have a decoy option that you want people to buy make it so much more appealing so i'm gonna skip because you're making it so easily for now the only other thing right, I have that, that, was- that uh the 25 off i think you should like that should be screaming that should be like a different color it should be bigger i think that's a big deal the yearly over the the weekly so I didn't, there's no dis- difference but oh this is free uh, let me see the 25 percent off yeah, it's a. I didn't even know. Yeah, like you could just put like three months down here and then put twenty five percent off. Make that as big as possible. We know after a free trial, we'll get it. Okay, cool. Anything else you want to talk about here, Luke? No. Okay, we got some questions, and then we'll say bye. Bye. All right, so let's get back into Ricardo's question. Ricardo, you got any dad jokes for me? I think you won that round, right, Luke? We, you won the dad joke round. So Ricardo oh, says, for you personally, Luke, how long did it take you to learn Swift? And did you have any other experiences with any other coding languages? Sure. Um, probably, I mean, I put together the proof of concept, the minimum viable product in like four months. But like I said, at that point, I was really just trying to learn how to take other pieces of things that people had put together or like take a tutorial and, you know, unravel how it worked and customize it in the way I wanted. Um, so like a couple months of really, really digging into it and like trying tutorials through uh, like educational courses I was purchasing and stuff like that. Um, and then probably around like the second year, I was really getting back into like, okay, what is the way I'm supposed to be doing this? What are the best practices? Um, how is the language evolving? And um, how do I make sure that I'm not doing work that I'm going to have to then undo and redo. Um, the other question, uh, what, what was the tail end of that? Did, did you learn any, did you try to learn any other languages? Oh yeah. So that was, that was the first one I'd learned. Um, you know, I, I had never done any software development before that. Um, I messed around with MATLAB a little bit in, in engineering school, but that's, that's nothing like this. Um, it was just, uh, Playing around with it, trial and error. But I'll ask question for you, Steve. Do you think things are changing with people paying more on Android now due to a lot of their phones being similar price to Apple? Yeah, but I still think that just from the data we had, we have iOS users tend to pay more. So maybe it's coming close, but still not close enough for me to suggest anybody like if you're already doing well on ios like lucas then forget android for now like just really start optimizing and scaling ios because 
there's been enough people that I've talked to that are iOS only built big businesses where feel now I have talked to people who built decent businesses on Android only too. So not to say that it doesn't work on Android, but I would think about an ad model if I were building out on Android. Luke, do you spend any money on Apple search ads? Or is it just all, it's all organic. organic right now? Um, all organic. Okay. Um, at one point I probably spent a couple hundred dollars on search ads just to, you know, test the waters and see and learn about it. Honestly, you know, that's how you learn. So, mm-hmm. um, I, I didn't have a rock solid strategy and more than anything else, I was finding that the keywords that I really wanted to target were just really expensive. Um, so like, you know, two or $3 a download is a lot to pay when you're, you know, the average amount you're making from your users overall is like a dollar. Um, so obviously I could play with things. I could raise the price. I could, you know, um, you know, lock more features behind a paywall, but I didn't feel justified in doing that until I get everything else right. So. Let me see on, cause I thought your pricing was kind of low. One of the things that I made a video on this, but we do a competitive analysis. One of the things I like to do with a competitive analysis is kind of go through what other people are charging, Luke. Sure. So like this is to-do list, to-do is, so tick, mm-hmm. tick, tick, 30 bucks. All right, they're getting away with that. Let me pick out another. Is there one that you want me to look at right here? No, you can to-do list. I, mean, I definitely tried a higher price, um, you know, with with all else being equal and I saw my revenues drop below the, what they were before. So maybe, okay. you know, like I, I bumped it from like 20 to $30 um, for the annual, um, which is, you know, a very significant amount, 50% more. Right. So, but the, the number of people following through and converting dropped by more than 50%. So um, I think that there's there's ways if you frame it a certain way and, you know, if you use those tactics like saying, oh, well, it's worth $60 a year, but we'll give it to you for like 35 or something. I, I feel like that could be much more of a selling point. Um, but just my little basic test, uh, it, it seemed like I needed to do a little bit more finesse to sell it uh, and, and to get the revenues I wanted. Uh, one of my biggest competitors has their um, their subscription ranked at $10 a month or $10 a year. Um, but their volumes are way, way higher than mine. So, um, in terms of downloads and stuff like that. So I'm kind of in between people who are charging like very significantly higher annual rates and even lower than that to like really reduce the cost of, of entry to the point where it's like, Oh, of course, 10 bucks. Yeah. You know, anyone will download and pay 10 bucks a year, but I don't know. It's a game. We'll see. I got some ideas for you too. Carl says, "Does Apple charge three dollars per download?" Just depends on the keyword, Carl. So that's what Luke was referring yeah. to. That's specifically for like if you want to rank, if you want an ad to be shown to someone for, let's say, the word "schedule planner," the phrase "schedule planner," um, you will be paying three dollars for every single person who downloads the app before they've done anything. Um, so you need to be able to make more than $3 on average from every single person who downloads the app, or you need to be willing to spend money to for some other end. Ali says, I can't believe that I put a reminder on this, but I still missed the beginning. Good morning. Well, you, you got the tail end of it, Ali. All right, so I'm going to end with this. Luke, I'll give you a couple of suggestions that you can try out too. 
if you're going after certain keywords on here, I would just, if you're going to run search ads again, just focus in on those keywords. If it's easy enough, what we've been doing is creating custom product pages. I love this daily planning simple, but let's say for example, time blocking is a keyword that you want to really go after Then shoot, mm -hmm. put time blocking made simple, super big here. And then like, now it's like break up your day in 15 to 20, 15 to 30, 60 minute slots. And then integrated with your calendar is the third screenshot. And we've been testing that to see the impact. I don't have any data right now to share back with you to see the impact on organic rankings and also like just conversions in general, right? Like, could I get a lower cost per install by having these custom product pages that speak specifically the feature and the keyword that I know people are searching for? So I put on exact match, create a custom product page with the screenshots that are talking about these features. And I'll have, you know, once I have a month's worth of data across multiple clients, I'll be able to share that back with everybody. But that's one thing that you can do as well. So anything else sure. you want to talk about, Luke? Nothing in particular. I really appreciate the feedback. Huh? And, you know, thanks for having me. Guys, go check it out. It is called Time Finder, Time Finder. And then I believe if I got it right, if I remember it correctly, it's Time Finder app. .net. Yeah. So it's timefinderapp.net. If you got anything out of this, find a way to connect with Luke by going to timefinderapp.net. Tell say hi on Twitter, say hi on Instagram to him as well. Let him know you got you know you really enjoyed it and you got some momentum of your own by watching this stream. All right, Luke. Anything else you want to promote besides all the things I just said? That's all for today. You know, thanks so much for doing right. what you do, Steve. Is there any you want to connect with? You want to, if the user wants to connect with, the audience wants to connect with you, you want to send them to Twitter? You want to send them to, what do you want them to send them to? Your Twitter? Your LinkedIn? The best thing to do is uh, leave me a positive review on the App Store or send me feedback from inside go. the app. <laughs> Sign up, pay for the app, put a positive review in there and help Luke out as well. <laughs> that is the way to go. All right, guys, next week we're going to talk about retention and then some of the things we've been about intent-based conversions. How do you set up a mobile CRM? So we're going to break that all down because as you know, subscriptions drive retention, but let's say you lose it because we're not going to, you know, we're not going to convert everybody that sees that onboarding paywall. What else can we do? We're going to break that all down next week, every Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific. So there, if you're just listening on the podcast, or if you want to just listen to the audio version, just go to appmasters.com slash iTunes or, you know, it's on your favorite podcast app, Spotify and all that jazz. All right. Thank you guys for joining. Joe, thank you. Tony, thank you. You guys. Luke says, thanks, chaps. And then I know Adrian had to go off, but he said, going back to work, we'll catch the rest later. Thanks a million team. All right. That is it. Have a great weekend, everybody. I'll see you next thank week. Thank you. Bye. Thanks for listening to the App Masters podcast. For show notes and amazing app marketing content, check out appmasters.co.